We are going to record at 10.30 this morning. What time is it right now? Tell me. 2.06. Yeah. It's been one of those. It's been one of those weeks, I'm not going to lie. You down the ride? You think? It has definitely been one of those weeks. I feel like I've just been like breezing through life, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, like nothing's really, nothing's really stressed me out. Is that why you look like you're a new wave, like spiritual guru? Like, can you explain this look right here? The glasses, the headphones, the moo moo. You all right? I can't, no, actually, thanks for asking. I just lied. I just flat out lied to you. Uh, uh, what? I'm so about, about the well, the wellness factor. Um, I put a muumu on so I look like maybe a peaceful Zen yoga instructor that is on a spiritual journey, but I am far from that. Um, I mean, you're definitely on a sure. journey, it's, an it's, emotional journey. I'd say that. Yeah. No, I would say that. I would say, I would say this week has tested me more than most weeks of all of 2020 and 2021. Mm, so this one's taking the cake for the pandemic. Which is worse than any week of the pandemic this week for me. All right, so give some insight. Mentally, cause... spiritually, physically. What's, what's going on? This is kind of like a shitty way to start it off. Like, all right, like, hey guys, how are you? This episode is going to be called Unhinged. Um, diving deep into... I didn't want to just like start spewing my life because it's like, do you fucking care? No. So let's just give some like backstory. It's like when I hear somebody ranting about their life, I'm like, okay, <laughs> didn't ask. But like, besides the fact, it's like, I mean, it's not content. Gonna Maybe someone will get a good chuckle out of it. No, no, I get that. And I'll, we'll get into that. But at the same point in time, I think just opening this up and saying unhinged because I feel like there's something in the world right now where everybody kind of feels kind of low. We're coming out of this crazy ass pandemic shit out here in california again what also is affecting my mental health we have to wear masks again everywhere we go like it's like i know like eight people with covid i am not able to travel somewhere right now that i wanted to go to because of covid like there's just like a lot of things that i thought i guess were in the past that are not going away that are still like you know ever so much present well we and were I think definitely that that tiring like- to some people we were definitely lulled into like a false sense of security. And I think that's kind of the problem. And what everyone was warning about was it's not over yet. Like we're going to go back into it and not even uh, close to over. No, far from over. It's a false sense of security that you were talking about is what's affecting people's mental health right now though, dude, like everybody that I work with, that's like, Oh, I felt safe. I got vaccinated and now they don't feel safe because they have COVID. I think that that's a real issue though, dude. That's like not a conspiracy. Like it's a problem of why people feel shitty at my workplace right now. And that energy is very present. Everyone's like anxious. Cause they're like, Oh, I, I tried to make myself feel safe by vaccinating myself. And you know, it's just hard to tell because it's a, it's the first year of this and it's this is a trial and error and like we're in a trial and error period and it's uncomfortable um it's an uncomfortable position for the american people and the entire world to be in because we all don't know what's going on and it's it's frustrating and scary and we felt like we had answers and then you don't you know what i mean and that's the that's the part that's frustrating to i think everyone that i've been talking to at work like pre-shift was that that everyone being talking about how they're scared and like uncomfortable because they tried to do something to help themselves. And you know, it's not making them feel like they're, you know, fully 
there. I think that that's a very valid, very valid feeling that so many people are feeling right now, dude. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of mo- emotions with it. Um, and it is taking a toll on a lot of people's mental health. I will definitely say that. Um, it's it's like a weird time. Like everyone that I've talked to, like everyone at my work's in like a weird spot um, with like their interpersonal stuff. And then it's like it's just kind of manifesting, I feel like, into everyone and everything. And I don't know why because the weather is beautiful, you know, but I, I guess it is that false sense of security that we thought everything was normal. But it's kind of like everything, everything has like that dark layer behind it. Like you're at Disneyland, but you know it's fake. You know, like you know you have to leave the park. Does that make sense? Like that's kind of the vibe. Like we painted this happy picture for like a month, and I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that that's exactly what it is, though, dude. We all kind of like started living again normally, and then it was just like stop. You know, and that's kind of just yourself. That's, yeah, that's like also some more Grand Theft Auto. Ooh, we'd love to hear it. I have no like. This is the thing though, like with how much that made me want to punch a hole in the wall, and that's not okay. That my patience is run that thin right now. You know what I mean? Like, I have to yeah, go gotta, serve people. You gotta. I gotta go can, serve I mean, can people. Can you get your shift covered? You gotta loosen up a little. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's easier said than done, and that's like kind of just something that like. But that's the whole gist of today. Like, it's like or of today's episode is just that unhinged, like faking it till you make it, and it's it's almost like that kind of borderline hysterical where you're like everything is on fucking fire, and you want me to pretend like I'm normal, like okay, right. <laughs> like ha ha ha, that's, I can do the song and dance. No, I totally get it. Right. So like. We just have to, you have to ride it out. Like as gross as that is, like just fucking jump on and be like, we're going to make this my bitch. Like almost have a little fun with it. I would say like ride this manic episode just till you like fully break down. This is terrible advice to give on a podcast, but horrible. One could say horrible, but you know what I wanted to mention is like what kind of came into my mind a lot when I've kind of just been going through it. Like just to just, I'm fucking depressed right now. Like I am. And that's okay. Like when you have said that on many episodes and that's okay. And that's okay that I'm accepting that I feel that way. I don't want to pretend that I'm okay today because I'm not dude. And I'm not. And like, sure. I can, I can put these headphones on and go onto this microphone, but mental health is real. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm like fucking stoked today, dude. Like shit just keeps raining. You to pretend you're stoked. It's just a matter of like, you just you there's that's the thing and that's what we were talking about earlier like there's still things you have to do even when you're depressed and so it's a matter of how do you get through them when you're depressed and you know you still have like you know you're gonna come out of this episode and still need to pick up the pieces of life as it was going on so it's like okay I need to still show up and be responsible it's just it's gonna be harder and that's that's the part that sucks is like it's so much more energy and more force that it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Like when we were talking earlier, it's like, it's that adult depression opposed to young kid depression. It hits it's not different. that carefree like, depression anymore. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> it ain't that fun. Lay in your bed all day. Fucking God. I would love like, just to hook be up with some 17 random and depressed. Like, oh, bring it on. 
this that is was... that adult. I got mm. priorities that I got to get to where I can get fired. I got bills to pay. I My know depression... I feel like ass for this week and if, or what? this these two weeks. And that's OK because I'm going to feel good. But God damn, I just have to make it out. And like. Yeah. I feel like there's a ticking <laughs> ticking time bomb on my existence at all and times no, in this it's, adult it's, depression. It's simultaneously like your existence, but also the depression. It's like, what's going to come first? Right. Like, what's right. going to end? Yeah. <laughs> what's going to fuck me up today? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you know, when you dig in a cereal box and you get like a little surprise in there and you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, That's yeah, kind like of like what meal. I feel like I'm digging. But it, let's rephrase the term happy. It's just a meal. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I just feel like I'm digging into a box and I'm like anxiously pulling something out, just being like, what the fuck's it going to be today? You know what I mean? And it's usually like, just like, oh, a, like card your phone's or something. Stolen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just been like a, a shitty, pro- like, this is something that, um, my friend used to say. All right. Well, play, hold- play stupid. No, Wait, go. On. I just want on, on that, on that note of pulling out weird surprises, Play, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Like, I feel like I'm playing stupid games and I'm winning stupid fucking prizes. So because- let me let me give a quick, let's just sum up really quickly. Okay, so uh, what's going on in Grace's life? Goes out with friends, gives herself a break, does some social stuff, has her phone stolen. Phone that she does right. all of her work from. Literally every aspect of her life is done through her phone. Phone is stolen. Okay. And then uh, number two, it was that trip to Texas that you were really looking forward to taking because of COVID and work complications. You're unable go. to go. Right. And you found that out a week can't before, go. which is absolute garbage. Right. Um, and right. so it's just, then there's, you know, there's other than things in your personal life as well, adding up and building up. Yeah. A lot of things of that like just with like relationships with, um, your ex-boyfriend and, just hanging uh, out all the time. And my ex-boyfriend just hanging out in my life again, just men. I am 86 ing them. They're fucking gone. Like that's just a worry that also is optional. So I have so many things that I can't control right now, but I can control if I want to go pick my phone up and talk to a guy. And that wait, is wait, the wait, least wait. of what my phone? worries. What phone? Oh, you right. <laughs> Dude, so then my phone gets See, there's today, a right? hysterical I- edge I was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I can't complete anything. And then my phone gets delivered here today, right? And it doesn't, I am on the, I'm literally working with people for an hour on the phone. And then they're like, well, we can't, we don't understand why you can't find this SSRI number. So this, and then they're like, you need to turn your device off and then just pop your SIM card out. And I was like, all right, pop it out. There's no SIM card in my fucking phone. So therefore it can't work. They sent me a replacement device after I just spent the fucking expedited it for $300 to myself. And it doesn't come with a SIM card after not having it since last week. I just don't even know what to say. This has been the type of vibe though. Like, and I, and it's like, I've been depressed and this is what a good point here. So when you're already feeling low and you're already feeling depressed, right? I feel like there's an energy to you that is low and the world can almost attack it more. Oh, I'm going to be 100, honest. Like my no, energy, it, right. that, I, that is, that is 100% true. When you are <laughs> on a higher vibrational yeah. level, you're attracting higher vibrations, higher energy. When you are wallowing yeah. in that pig shit, depressive, like dark energy. Oh, it's just gonna, it's like a magnet. Right. Like everything's like, yes. let me and just so come I'm- steal a little more of her soul. Like, let's make this permanent. Right. Right. No. So I feel that that happening 
And I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't think that, as I'm saying, I do think that we're the source of our own problems. Like, I don't want to put this on to anybody else. Like, I know I'm the source of this, but I'm just trying to accept that I don't feel that great right now. And I can't just snap my fingers and not feel this depression anymore. Like, I wish I could. If I could go to the store and go buy some dopamine, I would be literally buying a year's supply, honestly. But I can't. And like I was saying that the other day, and I'm like, why can't I just... And I'm like telling myself and I'm doing everything, using every coping mechanism I can. It's just not, it's just not happening right now for me. And I, I think that since I have that energy of being depressed right now, the shittier things that should normally just work out aren't happening for me because I do kind of have that low energy attack. But to also me, you know the, what I mean? I feel the, like there's that- the hiccups you could take more in stride. Like when they're not, when, right. when it's not just right. like, you're not off roading, you know, and just like, careening the bumps on purpose like that's how you're going through your ride right now like you lost a wheel and you're like i gotta fucking make it like here you go it's not just fucking smooth sailing and an occasional occasional pebble in your path that's a really good way to put it so then think about it like that with that car analogy so i'm missing a tire right now too so it's already harder to do everything (laughs) miss it then you then she's got no tire no gps her audio went out miles ago (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So I don't even have a GPS in this car. One of my tires fell off. I'm already anxious and unhinged while driving the vehicle. So therefore the directions could get swayed no matter what. My memory is gone to shit. You know what I mean? So it's like that car is a liability on the road. <laughs> like, and that's kind of how I feel. Much like you in the real world right now. So with that being said, like, you guys, yeah. are you down to ride? <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, like, do you want to, you guys want to ride? Like I'm offering free Uber trips for everyone. <laughs> it's on me. Oh, Seriously. You, de- you guys deserve it. Everybody get in. Mama's taking you for a fucking field trip. Whip him around. Um, and speaking- honestly, I've been dead sober. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like- I've been, no, I got hammered actually on Saturday night. Hammered. It was rough. Um, but what I was going to say was, speaking of rough, uh, I fucked up last week. And I'm so tired of fucking up like this because, bless my father, he's the one that's let me know twice now on episodes where I fucked up. So we had that great episode with Scott last week. If you haven't heard it yet, please go and check it out. And if you happen to be one of the first 12 people to it's listen so to it, please go recheck it out because when that audio uploaded, it only uploaded an hour and 39 minutes. I want to say out of a two and a half hour long episode. Um, So I was able to go back in and pull the file Monday afternoon and change it around. Um, And granted there is a delay. So it can be more than 12 people that caught the fucked up one. But you missed a really great interview towards the end where we finally settle down and talk some real shit as well as learn about some crazy dating stories from Scott. Um, We talk about his book as well. So please go back and give that a listen or at least fast forward to an hour and 36 minutes, 39 minutes into it. And I do apologize. Uh, 
it's it's we're we're taking a beating like spiritually and emotionally right now life is a little fucked and it's hard because like Grace said it's like that adult depression it's we're fully aware that this is not permanent we're fully aware that this is just like a funk like literally it's just a funk right now and it will go away it's just a matter of when and Hopefully I can put out enough spot fires that when I finally can actually control everything again, you know, nothing's going to be too badly damaged. I think that's kind of where we're at. Oh yeah, no, I think the damage is done, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, it's the damage is done. It's just truthfully, dude, while the damage is being done, it's actually not that painful. It's picking up the pieces after the damage is done. I think that is where it gets hard in my opinion yeah i would agree with while that. it's happening while it's happening you're kind of just in a state of shock like this is shitty but while it, you're picking the pieces back up that, that's accepting that it happened to you accepting that you can't do anything about it and how can you move forward stronger and i know i'm going to come out of this way stronger and like be better for it but truthfully right now i'm not better for it yet because i haven't let myself fully feel it yet and that's okay. And like, truthfully, dude, I used to, the way I'm feeling right now, it's, it's making me sad because I do know I'm depressed. Well, hold on. So sad. what was an obvious flag to your depression was I was asking, cause we're doing that new bit, um, where you give like a music reference and I was like, all right, do you have one? You're like, uh, and you were thinking, you're like, I've been listening to a lot of Mac Miller lately. And I was like, oh fuck. Like that's where we're at. Like, <laughs> Oh no, Every sweet day. Jesus, what album? Like I need to really gauge this. <laughs> I know. I literally bought this like expensive like photo of Mac Miller online too while I've been listening to his so much music so much to hang on my wall. But besides the fact, no, like also like I guess what I was saying is just like sure, but the only thing that makes me it's like, oh, I don't wanna, you know, go back to ever feeling as low as I done before. But this is the one thing that I'm proud of myself for. Dude, here I am on a fucking podcast talking about it. Soleil's aware that I feel this way. I called two other people, told them. I told one of my best friends out here that I'm not feeling well, my other friend. But there's like six people that know I feel depressed right now. I've never been able to say that to people before. Mm. Like, because I can't, I can't get through depression alone. You can't do it alone. You already feel alone while everybody even knows that you're feeling like shit. So that's first off. Second off, um, I'm actively like not doing self-deprecating things. So when I would feel this way, I'd go drink. I'd go out. Mm. I'd go talk to a guy. I'd go overbook myself. I would do anything to distract myself from having to sit. I'm sitting alone in in an apartment writing and letting myself cry and feel like shit. I will get over this depressive period way faster than pushing it off and doing more self-deprecating things on top of it, which I've done my whole life. You know well, what I mean? Like I'm not running it out. The wounds. You're not like because what's that gonna do for me or anybody else? And also, when I'm in ha- carrying this piece of shit energy, like I don't want to involve that into other people's lives. And I think depressed people do that all the time. They just like throw throw their energy and go out all the time, and then make other people have to to ha- handle all of this baggage. And like I have baggage right now, dude. I legit do. If you want to hang out with me, fucking sweet. Like <laughs> it's not you're that like, fun. You're self quarantining. So like, you're self quarantining for your mental health right now, and it's really hard. It's right. almost like you're detoxing. Like you're going through. Like oh, I am. Like you are fucking in it. And you literally, once again, have to write it out. God, we are so good with this show name. It just always comes back to it. Like, truly. Oh, yeah. 
I'm writing it out. But speaking of writing it out, out. how is it living alone? Because the last time we did kind of a looser episode structure like this one, you had just moved in. We were hearing that you had done it solo on that I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what I mean? Hot girl shit. Um, So how has it been? Because it's been about three weeks now since you actually got there. So I'm like fully moved in, like everything is put away and like where I want it to be. And have you found um, your you down to cool. ride chain top yet? Yes. Okay. So you are fully. I moved have found in. that. Okay. All of my boxes of clothes from like the last thing that I had to do that were kind of just like strewn everywhere until like last Sunday. And my brother was like, I'll get into that. But besides the fact, um, yeah, I. I guess I'm just accepting feeling also this other layer of like uncomfortability is everywhere I go in this apartment, I'm alone. And like, I, it's a, it's a larger reflection of having to deal with my own bullshit and tenfold because when you have a roommate, you can kind of, you know, be disrupted by their energy or, you know, you can be kind of pissed off by that or, you know, they can distract you in a way. Um, there's always a little distraction when you don't live alone. And I don't have that distraction And my life is fucking chaos right now. And I'm just fully around it. And like, it's my own bullshit. And I remember kind of just saying that in the last episode of this, I was like, the only bullshit that I'm going to be handling is my own. And it was like, life was like, yup, bitch. And it's like, I'm, you played I'm yourself. fully being, did I already do that? This episode is that going to be like a common, uh, me doing our own sound effects. Yeah, we did. I did play myself, dude. And I guess it's just like being comfortable and discomfort, you know, and like, I love my new space. I just kind of hate that I feel so low right now because I don't, I don't feel like I can fully enjoy that, but that's okay. You know, that will be a growing period in this apartment for me, you know, that I'll be like, oh, like I'll be able to see the beauty in it maybe next month. You know, it's just like, I'm going to (laughs) be, this month is canceled. (laughs) July is canceled. I wasn't playing games. I wasn't like tomorrow or like the next Shoot. day. I'm like, no. Shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, talk to us in August. We'll let you know how we're uh, doing. Dude, July is fucking canceled. Why is that? Like, July's canceled. I... My voice cracks. Dude, I don't know. I wish I could tell you, but like, I hope somebody out there, though, that's listening to this podcast has had the best July of their life, though. Like, I hope you're like got engaged or like whatever that shit that you like yeah. happened to you. Like, I really do. I really hope everyone's July was, like, got fucking... Got a small dog, got laid. Yeah, got a dog, you know. Yeah, had some good... Ate good sa- food. Like, n- no yeah. IBS issues. Uh, yeah. Didn't have any No STDs. Hairs. Yeah. Yeah. Same vibes. You know, I hope that was... I, Deep tan, like, no burns. Yeah. Like, titties looking fire. I tray cheeks, was always cheeks full all for you. Yeah, dude. Straight I hope you had cold like, water wherever you went. Or hot water if you needed a shower. Mm, mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Versatility. <laughs> I hope you got to enjoy a wildflower and see a bird fly majestically. I hope that you got to have everything Soleil and I didn't. <laughs> I hope you got to listen to our podcast. I hope you did too. And if there's any gleaming light in your week, honestly, I know it's not me right now. <laughs> this is like the most like... Uh, is this gonna be a good episode is it gonna be a bad episode it could really go either way when we don't know it's usually fire mm, yeah when we wallow like pigs and shit it's usually good so we're hot and we're heavy today it's i want that note you were saying earlier when we were talking and you were like 
it's it sucks because when you're living by yourself and that's something that I did while I was living in LA I had a studio by myself um you were saying like there's no one to make you mad you just piss yourself off and I just like had this image of you like just walking around your house being like oh grace god damn it you're so stupid like oh no he's <laughs> just fighting with yourself yeah no it's not out loud it's just like worse because i like don't say it out loud it's just like say mentally it out loud fucking maybe th- maybe that'll be healing like just say it out loud i kind of was though dude be i no i i did scream physically uh like scream today five times i've done that i did before. twice in my car this morning because of the parking because of, those- <sighs> of the parking situation and then the guy like- yes Yes. And then I finally found a parking spot and there was a line of people behind me and I screamed, dude. I almost literally backed my car into all of them, as you were saying. I, so it goes to me. I just wish like, you know, when you're like a car is in front of you and they're like not moving or like this, this, this. She's like, I just wish I mentally could be one of those people that could just like run through them. And uh, we were like, what, a psychopath? You just wish you were psychotic? Like, like, give me a week. It would be easier to be a psychopath sometimes, I feel like. But maybe it wouldn't. I mean, oh, we were doing this. It would be easier this- to be a psychopath. No, it would be. It would be. You don't have any remorse. Looks for off into the distance and like just shakes their head like uh, to be a psychopath. Being a psychopath would be so easy, dude. Being a psychopath would be so fucking easy, dude. We were talking about it earlier when we were talking about billionaires. They're all psychopaths. What kind of psychopath would you be? Because I don't, I would be like, like on that Bill, like on that, like Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates type of vibe. Do you know what I mean? Where I don't have, I don't have remorse for like the lower people. I'm just so rich and I'm like, I'm going to the moon, like Jeff Bezos. I'm going to take myself to the fucking moon, dude. Like, do you think they see No, no. He sees you as literally he he could walk some people like this they could just walk through you cuz they're just in their they're not on the same level as us they can't even relate to us anymore like Ellen DeGeneres used to have this segment on her show where she'd ask rich people how much normal things cost and they don't know they like a box of cheese it's they're like $30 cuz they don't fucking know they're like in a different dimension Imagine yeah. not knowing how much a box of Cheez-Its would cost like gold Oh, like goals. Isn't it like two ninety nine, three ninety nine? What is a box of Cheez Its? Yeah, like maybe three fifty at Target because Target's like cheap but not. Yeah, Target's definitely like they sneak up on you. Yeah, like Target's cheap, but like not. Like I don't know how else to say it. Like there's some things at Target that you can go in there and you're like, that was just like so cheap. Like a little kid in Taiwan made this so cheaply. But then there's like they the clothes that they sell. And like other things like that, it's like there's no business lie, for like though, some of those like leggings I to be am, like forty bucks. I am obsessed with like this brand they have. It's what is it called? Oh, Colsey. is it that like lick my taint collection? No, no, not that one. No, it's Colsey brand, oh. and they just make they're like really cheap, like seven dollar bandeaus. I'm obsessed with them. I've, I'm actually wearing one right now and have two in the drawer next to me. Um, and they've really soft pajamas. Oh well, so if you got like some big new- titties. They're comfortable though, and they feel supportive to your boobs. Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, I wouldn't actually like use them to do anything like strenuous, but I could make an outfit like a day. To- I could make a daily fit with them. Oh, that's good. Then that's that's good. That's good mm-hmm. quality. I love that. Well, check them out, guys. Um, hopefully cool they see. are Sponsor not pieces of shit. Yeah. Right. Fuck. Yeah. 
I get so no, nervous but it's to also talk like, about things. It's like, who is a piece of shit? Who isn't a piece of shit? Like, what brand is everyone? Not a piece of that's. Shit? <laughs> I know. I love how you were saying. We have to rephrase that. I think it's easier to say who isn't a piece of shit opposed to, you know, who is, who isn't, who, who is not a piece of shit these days. Who is not a piece of shit? You think it's a smaller list? I'm kind of a piece of shit right now, though. I'm not even going to throw myself on the, you know. I don't I don't think. But I also, know. I'm not. I, I don't know. I actually don't want to say that. No, I think. I'm not a piece of shit. I just feel like one. That's kind of how I have to rephrase it. And that's it. okay. Is this going to be our shortest yeah, episode I keep, ever? I, I don't know. But so I'm going to be honest that it's in that's okay bit from this this podcast i said to myself multiple times a day from that therapy note of yours yeah like no. genuinely many many times i had just been like and that's okay deb and that's straight okay. up knows what she's talking about so much so to the point i mean this is kind of the conversation we were having this morning as well was i was like dude i'm like it's almost like an imposter syndrome i feel like with healing because there are days like right now or weeks or whatever and like I'm definitely in my feels emotionally and kind of like wanted to kick rocks all week but I'm nowhere near as in it as grace so um I'm I'm feeling it but I'm like still pretty much able to do everything I normally do no problem um but what I was gonna fuck what was I gonna say oh the imposter syndrome and how when it's days where you start to not feel so good and you feel yourself sliding back where it's like, am I actually healing or is am I like faking it? And I was like, am, am I like actually doing better or am I just is this all just a joke? And like the second I'm done with therapy or, you know, one day I'm just going to wake up and have none of this be real. And then I was like, why am I thinking like that? Like, that's why I'm crazy. That's why I'm still in therapy. Like. I'm unhinged like I have to trust myself and trust that I am okay and that I am healing and that those moods and those funks and those like day-to-day bullshits like that's just a part of who I am and it's it's kind of gnarly though because it is like that it's that adult depression we're talking about it's where you know it's not permanent and that you actually still have to show up to everything for the most part. Like you can kind of skim the fat on like the extra social stuff, but like work, you still got to go fucking what else do you have to do besides work as an adult with depression? (laughs) Dude, it's work. It's having friendships. It's having relationships. It's, you know, trying to grow yourself. Like it's trying to become something with yourself. And it's like having that expectation to be something. And, like, I don't think that we all are on this earth to just, like, be minuscule. At least for me, I don't want to be minuscule and I don't want to, like, fade to the background. But, like, there's a part of me right now when I feel depressed like this that I have no purpose, right? That is what depression is. So I'm, like, sitting here just being, like, I am purposeless and I, like, the world doesn't need me. And, like, I think that that's not true. Like, I have a hard time saying that that's not true, but I know that that's not true. You know, like, your impact means everything. So what I wrote on this whiteboard behind me is from one of this – one of these books that I really like, which it's called The War War of Art. And it's kind of just, like, being a creative and just, like, the – like, how it is just so mentally gnarly to be a creative – just like how your brain is as a creative and trying to be creative throughout this shitty world. So I'll read it, actually, because I wrote it last night. 
The professional tackles the project that will make him stretch. He takes on the assignment that will bear, break him into uncharted waters, compel him to explore uncharted parts of himself. So if you're paralyzed with fear, it's a good sign. It shows that you're doing what you need to be doing. And then, Are you paralyzed um, with fear? Yeah. With what I want to do with my life, it paralyzes me with fear. 100%. Being a stand-up comic, yeah, dude, it paralyzes me with fear. Working in the entertainment industry, it paralyzes me with fear that I won't be able to complete what I want. Do you think you're putting do you think you're putting too much pressure on the end game though and not enjoying the process? Well, that's something that I'm trying to work on because it's hard to not have those expectations for yourself and enjoy the process because the process is very, very grueling and uncertain. And it's learning to accept that I'm still in that phase of trying to learn that. But like the last bit that I wrote is don't cheat the world on your contribution to your art. And I think that that's really key because it might not be exactly what I have it set out to be, but I don't want to cheat other people or the world that I know can, can benefit from me and my work. And like, same to you. So like, you know what I mean? Like those days that you're feeling low, like you're still, you can still contribute so much to somebody else that can contribute to the, it's like a, a spider web effect that like without that, you know, without that web starting, you know, you can't keep going. And I don't know. I, I just need that reminder for myself right now. Like very evidently it's like right on my whiteboard in my kitchen. So I can like <laughs> just fucking stare at it, I guess. So is it a bad time to ask how dating's going? Like, did we, I mean, we're supposed to have a dating segment in these new episodes. No. Um, I think it's a great time. I'm not, I'm not, talking to men I am first off, well I, I can't talk to men first off I can't talk to you unless it's through a dm which is I don't want that but I also like I'm not or well Snapchat. right now so why would I why would I want to talk to people like I'm not mentally well that it's like I don't want to go talk to a guy that's gonna like just make me more fucked up like dudes are you gotta be mentally strong and like ready to communicate like ready to be like ready for some adversity if you want to well, open you just have to have to, energy to i feel like to have to, to yeah. like dating is exhausting like you have to have energy because yeah. if especially if you're interested in trying to get to know someone like working around two schedules to like you end up kind of like pushing the boundaries of okay what time do i normally stay out to on weekdays like okay like you know things like that where it's like you have to you're re you're remapping everything and there's energy and then you're getting ready more often than you're not and there's all these little things you have to like go out and do things and like spend money and drinking more oh my god you're drinking so much more to get through it it's not for me it's not for you right now seriously though i am my brain is in like hold on my brain's in that like mode where I'm like, I'll never date anybody ever again. Like nobody will ever like me. Like who would date me? Like that's what my brain has been saying recently. Cause that's just like where my mind is at. But like, yeah, let me go just date somebody while I feel this way. <laughs> let me just throw myself in another toxic relationship. Maybe that's how we always end up in toxic relationships. 
Like you, you can't get very far when you hate yourself. Like that person's going to hate the version that you're, you know, does that make sense? Or you're that like, could you imagine? Okay. So you go and meet, you know how like on a first date you dress up and you want to like look good. Like, let's think about this. Like, let's use this as like a lesson point. Like on a first date, you want to like impress the person, you know, like you, you're not going to try too hard. So they expect that all the time, but you're not going to like not try because you want them to like be into talking to you. So you're going to, you're going to look your best. So why would you go into a dating situation if mentally you're not feeling your best? That's what the person is going to like either be attracted to is you being like that toxic version of yourself where you're drinking or like partying, or it's going to be like, they're going to like that really quiet, meek, like insecure version of you where they kind of steamroll over you because they get to control you. So like, wait, did I just crack dating? Like, do we really just need to be like well-dressed and like mentally sound? Is that why right now I'm having such a good dating experience? Like what's good? You you hit the nail on the head here. You can't just look good. You got to feel good to date. Okay. Wow. Who would have thought you guys, how old are we? We're officially 25 and a half and we figured it out. I mean, yeah, wow. this is the only time in my life where I'm I'm not dating just to go feel something when I don't feel anything. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? That that's exactly why I'm not dating. That's why I'm going to get three tattoos on Sunday. <laughs> because I'm not going to use men. <laughs> I'm going to just go put permanent ink on myself to feel something oh my god there's so many points to hit right now i'm not using dick though i'm not using dick though at least yeah anymore. you're I'm using needles on. but use- but hopefully they're gonna be clean needles so <laughs> the place seems reliable out of out of any needle habit you could have picked up at least it was this one <laughs> out of anything i can put in myself i'd rather have it be ink than a dick mm. to get through these dark times these are tattoos that I've wanted for a really long time and I've just been like too mentally well to like pull trigger and just like sack up and do it. I hope um, the so tattoo artist is like, you know how normally like, all right, have you had any drinks or are you on any like pain pills? And be like, ma'am, have you experienced anxiety today? Like, uh, <laughs> gotta go. I'm on a lot. I'm on one. Trust me. It's not a drug, but I'm on one girl <laughs> or guy. I trust me. Trust shooting me. depression all day what do you got <laughs> yeah and not blanks fully loaded depression boom 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 it's like a cannon it's not even like a little gun it's like a depression cannon oh my god but that's okay and that's okay <laughs> and that's okay okay so dating okay. so dating for this okay. for so for this week dating you're you're done right yeah, but that guy that also I, is canceled. Um, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm on our dating. So that guy that's canceled, if you were listening to two episodes ago on our dating segment, one of two things I told you, I'd share an ass eating story. And I know you guys have been like genuinely like. Do you have the energy for the ass eating it. story or do we just. Tease I do. It I feel like it might week. make me feel better. It might. It might. No, we, I can't leave you laying like that's <laughs> But first off, that guy helped somebody else move. That was a female that. Honestly, I just saw it on his Instagram and I just was like, okay. So the guy Besides the that fact, you I just want to throw that out there. So the guy that you were seeing who you like had to put some boundaries up and like, you know, voice what you were willing to commit to the relationship, which was very little. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, my bad. Oh, so that guy, the one that's <laughs> still then, mentally like, good. 
haven't been good in a while knew you were moving and stuff doesn't offer to help you move so you saw him on someone's like story or on his story helping another female move (laughs) yes so one could say he's moved on (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh okay all right so these little and also these things and you know what's funny though that didn't even buy i saw that and i just kept, clicked next story and didn't even think about it till i told you today because i have so much bullshit going on in my life i'm like whatever <laughs> who what's cares next? so besides if actually who cares what's next honestly but yeah i'm over it i just wanted to share that i think it's funny um yeah no i guess i can share the ass eating story so this is about again perfect example this i was very depressed in college Wait, what's what's the intro to Lucky by Britney Spears? This is the story of a girl named Lucky. She's so lucky. She, she gets her ass eaten. She's by <laughs> one lucky guy. Wait, we're gonna be taken off. We're gonna be. Actually, I'm so lucky. We're we're gonna lose all those sponsors. Yeah, yeah. You know. Sorry, Brit. We love you for you. Forever. I'm a yeah. No, I all those sponsors. Yeah, I don't want. We don't, we don't want to do that. Um. But yeah, no, I guess this is a perfect, this is actually kind of coming full circle. And I actually give, my, give myself a pat on the back for the growth that I'm having right now because this was a period when I was really depressed and I was, yeah, actually. And truthfully, all I would do is go hang out with toxic men because that's all I thought I deserved. And Sounds I would use right. them as like a void. So I didn't want to feel how I feel right now because guess what? This sucks. And I want to just go hook up with somebody Wait, actually and yeah, maybe go feel something. But fun. it's not fun. Exactly. So- this guy, I welcomed his energy into my life. He was very, very toxic. I'm not going to use his name, but he was a an athlete at my school. He was, like, signed a professional contract. So I was like, oh, my God. Like, eh. He's, like, a professional athlete. All about it. I liked Panty athlete's dropper. work ethic. All about it. But also, like, every girl, like, is getting, like, you know, every girl thinks this guy's a panty dropper. Um so I get out of a toxic three-year relationship with this other guy that I was talking to at the beginning of college. And then this guy starts messaging me. I'm extremely vulnerable. And I was in a relationship where I wasn't allowed to go out. I wasn't allowed to dress a certain way that I wanted to. And then this hot guy that I have heard about is now messaging me. And I'm like, oh, like, am I hot? Am I cool? Like, can I go out now? Like, I'm ready to fucking get after this single life. Um, so I kind of start messaging him a little bit. And we start chatting like pretty seriously and then school starts up and then that was all throughout the summer and then school starts up and he, he really talks about eating my ass a lot more than, more than just like, I want to meet you, you know, it wasn't even, hold on. Here's my take on ass eating. I would much less or much, does that make sense? Much less. I would much less yeah. have someone tell me they're going to eat my ass than just kind of go for it, if that makes sense. That's like, that is a hundred percent valid, Soleil. Like you know, like I don't want ass eating to be Doesn't a need planned to be event. Like I want ass eating to be like it's happening because that's what the, the things have led to is ass eating. Don't know what could lead to right. the ass eating, but you know what I mean, like. I don't want to have the idea of like, oh, when this guy hangs out with me, you know what he's thinking about? Tongue in my booty hole. Like, sorry. No, I want him to like, I don't know. Be like, wow, she's so intellectual. And then he can tongue my booty hole later. Thank you for that, Soleil. 100% agreed. Um, 
which was as we talk red flags this was a major red flag that i didn't know how to see at the time he would talk about eating my ass so much that i just got used to it which is before meeting him i he don't even i haven't even met this man you to ass eating before you had actually had your ass eaten he's 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 a professional yeah professional douchebag okay so then i start like liking this guy yeah so then honestly it was just like weird how many times you mentioned it we were also young though like we were like 20 like i do remember though in in those couple years it was like a phase this was like yeah when like wiz khalifa was really popular like asap rocky and them were performing every summer together like that's when like ass eating was in its prime like everyone was like i eat ass and like it is a badge of honor now it's like it's expected to eat ass i think that's what it is so it's like eh Right. I think, but also when you're older, it's like, if you, like you were saying earlier, you just do it. Like, we don't need to talk about it. Like you just do it. Like you don't, you just young kids are just like, he's like, probably, you just eat the ass, dude. Like what, you're going to ask me to like it. what base I, I've gone next. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah. So he does that a lot. And then, oh my God. All right. I've normalized the ass eating texts to the point where I'm like, when's this going to happen? Like, when's the when's the booty going to be on the fucking dinner plate? Like, when's it happening? But then when I also was thinking because nobody's job. Ever... <laughs> right. And then I'm like, wait, I don't know if I want that. And like, I don't know if I like even want to have sex with this guy, let alone eat my ass. There's, there's a lot him. on the table. So, it's like, it's like, I, and so at that much. age still too, I feel like you don't yet know that people that tend to talk so much about things like that actually have zero idea what they're doing. Like you want to go for the sleepers. Like you don't want the guy that's talking up his game. Like you want the guy that's just going to put his game down, like, or the person, you know, guy or girl. Like that's, I feel like it's more yeah, like homie. Okay. So, so you're not sure if you want your ass eaten, you're, you're on the fence. Right. Right. So then we're at this party one night and school's starting up and we're about to meet each other for the first time. The sexual tension is really, really rising. I, uh, like okay, my so booty my, is like I, nervous. It's like, did you like prepare no. your butthole like in any way, shape or form? Was it like a, when I go I out tonight? I honestly don't remember. You don't remember if you prepared remember. the butthole? I don't because I also remember just being like, I'm not sure about this ass eating stuff, but like, I do want to like make out with him. Okay. So then we lock eyes. I walk outside. He texts me. He goes, I'm here. And I go, well, I'm here too. And then I was like, I'm going to walk outside. And then I, we lock eyes and I'm like, okay, whoa. He's like head to toe in Lululemon looking like exactly like the fucking hockey player vibe that he should be. But he looks like a cookie cutter white guy in Lululemon. And I look at that and I'm like, yeah, like that is so opposite of my, I wouldn't even talk to a guy like that now, but I guess that was my type at the time. And I was like, Ew, he comes up to me. never been my d- doesn't type, he, thank God. He's, this is like, this is also such a red flag, how he approaches me. He, oh my God. Uh, looking back at this, I honestly haven't said this whole story. And I, 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 I don't even know ever. I don't even know ever. Honestly, I don't know if it's ever been put into the world. So he looks at me and he grabs my face and kisses me and then pulls me into him and, and like grabs my cheeks. <laughs> like grabs the cheeks, like fully grabs the cheeks. Um, and then makes a comment about how I have a track butt. Yeah. So cute. And I remember cute. Just being like, yeah, man like, of many words. I do. 
man of man. He really respected my me, just everything about me. But also, I didn't even know what. Okay, so then that happens. He ends up leaving, right? And I was like, didn't see him because you were supposed to go hang out. Leaves. I, I don't know where he went. I text him, doesn't answer me. Not also a red flag, right? I know that he's hanging out with this other girl at the time. Didn't know that at the time. I thought I was. I thought she's so lucky. She's the one, the only one getting her ass eaten. But I wasn't, okay? He was he was trying to lick multiple booties, but I didn't know at the time. Um, yeah, so ends up ha- ends up the next time I see him. He's in one of my classes. Didn't expect this. And I get a text in the middle of the class. I can't wait to eat that ass. Bing! My phone lights up in the middle of the class. There I am. I look over at him. We're locked eyes. I look at my phone screen, look up at him, look at my phone screen, look at him. He's telling me he wants to eat my ass. What's that old Spice Great. commercial? Now back to you. Now back to me. Now look at the ground. Now up to me. Now back to the ground. Now <laughs> yeah. look at the ocean. Now back to me. Now look at this perfume. Now smell that perfume. Now look at this flower. Now back to me. Now back to you. Now back to the ass. Now ass is eaten. Eating right. his ass. Keep going. Eating his ass. And ass is shall be eaten. And is it for tonight or whatever? So I look over at him. And keep in mind, um, this is where it gets funny. Because this other girl in my class, he also rifled that text off too. But I didn't figure that out until like maybe a couple months later. Wow. Because we were all talking about him. I was talking about how he's... Right. So after the ass was eaten, we hung out. We did all our things for a couple of months. Um, I remember I was kind of pissed at this party. And I was talking. And I was like, obviously, he's talking to other people, this, this, and this. And she goes, yeah, he texted me in the middle of class one day that he wanted to eat my ass. And I go, the same class that we're in together? And she goes, yeah. And I go, nice. (laughs) Absolutely just rifling texts off to the girls in the same class that he wants to eat their ass. That's like Like, those horror stories where it's like guys send out like mass group chats or whatever and think they're only like DMing one girl. And it's like, homeboy, like... We, we Come know. on. But I didn't know at the time. I was kind of naive and like newly single. So I was like kind of naive. I'm not going to lie. Like I was coming out of a toxic relationship and I could take whatever I could get, honestly. But uh, yeah, no. Um, then that then I started. I talked to him toxically on and off for about three years. Wow. He really so, uh, wiggled his way into your uh, heart. He really told me how much he loved me. He I just wanted to change. I went through this period where I wanted to change fuckboys into nice guys and I wanted them to love me. I like had this like really fucked up like theory because I had this like, I didn't know that I came from a weird childhood. I didn't know that yet mentally because I didn't have enough therapy yet. So I was just trying to make difficult people love me because there was that weird Mm. obstruction from how I grew up that I wanted. Do you see that? Like this has been broken down to me throughout therapy now that I have had this weird obstruction of trying to make difficult people unwell love me, but I've never been able to because there's mentally damaged, which is clearly it. But I wanted well, to take in my love life. Well, it's kind people. of like that. It's, it's that right. analogy I made up earlier. I wonder if that, it has to have been used before. Right. What? That analogy of like Wait, getting what? dressed. Like you put your best, like when you go on a first date, like you want to have your best mental health, just like you want to have like your best outfit on. Like you right. wouldn't go hundred percent. And mine, so that's that's was why awful. like we're drawn to those people. That's what makes us feel validated. Right. And especially at a young age, like you said, you had just gotten out of a three year relationship. I remember like at the end of my like long term relationship, like one not even like 
it's almost like when you get into that like hookup culture dating culture you don't know like what the norm is so depending on who you like happen to fall into whatever with next like then you pick up on that norm and then you like kind of start to accumulate and like figure things out so like your idea of how you should be treated or what you will like expect or what you will like the bare minimum is I think that that definitely changes as you get older and start to be like wait hold up like I can have just as much say in this right no facts dude and it's just like I don't know you don't you a relationship when you're young sometimes isn't an equal partnership because you don't know how to give 50 50 because one person is lacking in a lot of sense and then that other person's trying to pick up on the other person's slack because you're young and you don't have the, like those years of experience that g- gains wisdom. And then you don't, you, you know, when a red flag is being presented, but also I think we're blessed though. Cause every person that I've ever talked to or dated, like, yeah, it was a lot of it. Majority of them were toxic. I'm going to be honest, but like I'm 25 and I'll never get into a toxic relationship like that again. And I see a lot of women that are 25, 30 that are in wildly toxic relationships because they've never had the life experiences to know otherwise. It's almost like part of me wants to be like, no, sorry, like I'm just going to stay single because I know this next version of myself is going to be even better. So like you'll probably want to date that one. Like this version, like she's outdated. Like I'm waiting on the I'm waiting on like the newer model. So like I'll see like for the next product drop. No, actually, Soleil, you actually just took the words out of my mouth and I'm actually not joking. That is literally what I've been kind of feeling recently. I was like, I actually want whoever I talk to to like be with like, the right grace because she's not there right now. And I think what you're saying is hundred percent facts delay wow. and that's okay to be like, <laughs> I'm Hey, spinning no, I, I, I'm not, I'm at, I think you really are dude, because I, I truthfully, I was like, I'm not going to go on a date. There's this guy that I kind of have been talking to a little bit that I think is really cool. He's a very like distinguished, like actor. He's doing good things, but I don't want to hang out with him right now because I don't feel like my best self. And I don't want to give somebody that could be cool in my life. Not the real, like, you know, Grace 2.0. I think that's I'm so gonna give cool you that, like, we can recognize that. Like, I truly do. Like, sorry. Like, that, I really do fuck with you, but this is, like, a boundary for both of us. Like, I do fuck with you, and that's why I'm knowing, like, this is just not the right time. Like, this this right, version like, is I'm... still going through, like, some developmental kinks and bugs. Like, <laughs> I am. I don't know why yeah, I, I love these analogies so much today. Might be the bong, right? No, dude. I, I think I, 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 I think am that stoned for this episode. <laughs> no, so like, I'm gonna be honest though. I think that that's like such an important thing to say that like I don't think I knew how to like put into words though. That it's like I I think that it's like as I was talking earlier, me talking to that guy on and off for three years. Like I wasn't Grace even 2.0 at that time. I was Grace 0. 0.07. The beta and, edition. You know, like, <laughs> The beta edition Makira that it's you just can't like, even plug that no. one in and charge it anymore. Like it's so outdated. It's so outdated, dude. You really can't even plug that one in. And like, there's so lays. Like, dude, I've seen versions of you two, dude. That I'm just like, dude, that shit doesn't. I hope it doesn't plug in because she doesn't even deserve to be in action anymore. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? And like, you've done so much work yeah. that we invalidate sometimes, though, dude. Like. The amount of work, like, you know, like, the amount of work that was put in to, like, not be in beta anymore is, like, huge. And, yeah, I'm going through it right now. But, dude, when I come out of it, like, I'm going to be 
the best version of myself that I can be. And then I can open myself up to people. And I think that that's fire advice. I know a lot of girls right now that I'm friends with stop fucking dating the way that you are because you're in beta form girl. Like you're going to hurt the mans that you're talking to and yourself along the way. Yeah, dude. God. And like when you, when you fuck up those dudes, like stop being that first version of yourself, like let yourself grow and like, just get like, that's how we're going to get those like, men like that's what it is like that will be that will fucking come once once these new versions drop (laughs) yeah dude and like this my friend one time she said this perfectly i remember we were at like this party one night and one girl was like in her bag she's in beta form right she's like getting she's in like engineering beta form of like about to be dating and she's like going off on this guy on his phone not looking through his phone and my friend looks over at me and she goes this is why we all have problems with men. Like men are damaged because of women a lot of times and we don't give that credit. So when you are off unmentally unhinged and you go fuck some mans up and you wonder why that guy starts cheating on a bunch of people, we fuck men up too. Like we're in positions like right now where I could fuck a man's up. And that's why I put that boundary up with that last guy I was talking to because I could fuck him up, dude. No, I'm not even joking, dude. I sense that you liked me, and I'm that in a is fuck, so, fucking You know what? You're right. Baby. Like, I know right now I'm the most toxic-ass version of myself. Like, toxic back the fuck <laughs> up. Okay, so my, I right. fucking love New Girl, and, like, Schmidt is, to, like, my fucking heart and soul, but there's that one where he's trying to, like, white fang <laughs> Cece, and he's like, go on, get out of here. That's like, me. Scare. Yeah, like, you know what's <laughs> yeah. good for you? Like, go. Like, that's what get we're out. doing right now. Like, be <laughs> Well, I mean, Grace is. I got, I've got like a decent thing going right now, so like I'm content like with where I'm at. My boundaries are strong. Like I'm I'm staying true to who I am. Um, but I am all about that like beta to alpha vibe, and that's why I'm okay with what this is right now. Like what it is is working for me because it still is giving me all this time, and I get to grow in this sense and like do right. all this really cool shit while still like having someone that's like cool to hang out with so yeah and like no strings attached and no pressure and we don't need to make this like we don't need to make this we don't need to add more stress and pressure to our life and i think that that's dope that you have that going you know what i mean like but also you're you're constantly and actively trying to improve yourself which is key and like dude let's validate ourselves for a second guys and girls here like you be on your best shit you be on your best shit and whoever is going to come into your life come second but yeah. you can't try to welcome these people. Like, I have done this so much, dude. I don't know if this is just me. Have you done this? But I've tried to welcome so many people into my life to try to make me feel better, especially men that, like, like the other day I was like, oh, like, I'm so alone, like, with my fucking iPad that I'm on right now that the only way that I, I'm like, do I download a dating app? I feel so lonely. What, I haven't like been on Craigslist? one in months, It's like, probably the only one that'll look like your no, I could, I could, I actually searched it. I was like, can I download, can I download a dating app? And I was like, no, Grace, you're not downloading this. Cause that's what just is that, that going that's, to that's do? That's instant gratification and like the grossest way, because you know, that's it's dating. not normally something that's like the, what you want. Like, it's almost like you're giving yourself like that, like fucked up cookie. Like, Oh, like I'm so yeah. full or whatever. And like, I'm still going to eat this even though I know it's going to make me sick or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, no. Right. It's like, you said it perfectly. I'm toxic right now. I don't, I don't, I shouldn't go out with somebody. Like I'm dead out serious. Like I'm toxic right now. So I'm not going to go out on a fucking date with somebody. And that's okay. Like, I'm sorry. Like that, that, that is so that's okay. okay. That's more than okay. 
that's, that's more than okay. Awesome, that's honestly, preferred. I'm proud of you for <laughs> noticing that. Like, <laughs> I don't need a date. I need to like legit get my life together. I don't need male attention. What's that going to do for me? Nothing. Nothing at the moment. Unless nothing. it's from like Thing, a psych Literally board or something. I don't even want a male therapist. That's where I'm at right now. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Did you just look at me like that? Through what? Like the screen? Right. Like your teller, telehealth network or whatever? Well, yeah, dude, we, care. speaking of telehealth and therapists, we were going to do Brittany, um, but honestly, like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Brittany. I don't want to do it right now. It's just like, we've been talking so much on mental still, health. She, yeah. It, it's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. What's going on? Yeah, it is. And I think it's been like overshared, undershared, overshared and undershared what's going on with Brittany. Um truthfully um i also think like i don't know sometimes i feel like i have an unpopular opinion about it but it's like you? she's so unpopular unwell, opinion i know fucking nuts but it's just like i just feel like she is so unwell and unhinged that she doesn't even seem like she's in her own body um and we're all just like why can't she make a say and it's like i definitely think that anybody even but you know that there's a lot of people that mentally they can't make their own say because they're unwell like that's a lot of people under the U.S. government that can't make a say because they can't make rational decisions. There's nothing about Britney Spears on her Instagram or anywhere where she looks like she can make a rational decision right now. Unpopular opinion. Well, I think unpopular opinion. I think what the bigger issue is like the media and how her father has completely been allowed to like it's just honestly it's it's like they've just coined and profited off of her and the whole thing is sickening because we do see what she's been like reduced down to and it's like I think everyone knows she's still like not well I don't think that that's what it is but I think that it's like she's not going to be able to get well or to at least get better and start like being in control and getting some things back until she's given more rights and her rights have been taken. Like her rights have absolutely been taken and stripped from her. And at a time, could they have been for her protection? Absolutely. Could they have been for the protection of others? Absolutely. But I think that it's not necessarily like, is she a damage to herself? But it's more like these people that are saying they're taking care of her are damaging her. Like she is a prisoner. I I agree. No, I completely agree with that. I think we're that not going to talk like, Britney wrong... get into like a really philosophical like. <laughs> no, I completely no, I completely like think that what you're saying is facts. Like, I think that Brit- I truthfully all I think that what the best I thing think I be need is, a like, handler, obviously... honestly, like can someone just take but care dude, of you're me also and... like. Yeah, you're also a bit more stable. So this is the thing. Like, I think that if Brittany had a good support system that actually had her back, it would be a different story. So she yeah. doesn't have the, the best support system that has her back. And that's Clearly. the problem. Do I think Brittany should have the say, the right say to everything like that ha- when it comes to her children and everything? I don't. I don't think that she's mentally capable and at all, dude. She's not well. Like the things that she's posting, she's her brain is. And also it's from the world that we live in and what her parents have done to her. The way that she is, the way that she is right now. There's so much that accumulates almost, on top of the is, way that she is right now. This is fucked up, and these opinions are completely our own and do not represent any of our non-existent sponsors. But um, I almost right. feel like she is like a social experiment in the sense of like, look at how much damage was caused to this young woman who just wanted to be a star, and like, look at what we did 
to her as a society, as a world, as people that brush things under the carpet. Like it's just, it's gross that I think what like freaks me out is that something so public and so clearly like this is wrong, like morally, ethically, like this isn't right. Um, that it's like that's on that stage. So what's going on on these smaller stages? Like how many other like children are just being or, you know, what whatever it may be. It's just like it's fucked up. Like it is fucked up. The media is no, you're, fucked you're, up. You're facts, though, dude, because it's like to get Britney to the position that she's in right now where she can't mentally make her own decisions is the fucked up part. That's what I want to yeah. talk about. That, like, I want to talk about how our like, culture we maimed her like we as a society, we as a culture, we maimed, maimed her. Right. So this is the problem that's been bothering me is that we're all sitting here just being like, give Britney her rights back. It's like, why didn't we as a society care about Britney when we're literally dismantling her through the, the, the media every day, never giving her privacy, putting her on this pedestal where she can't even like be a normal human being. Pressure got to her so badly where this woman has like literally shaved her head and taken a bat to a car. Like we know that she hasn't been doing well. And like genuinely, that's where the problem lines and now we're just being like give her her rights back it's actually she's so far gone mentally and physically that it's actually fucked up that's where the problem lies i truthfully don't think that she can actually make a very good say about things in her life right now from the way that she's been so fucked up we want to dis what our society does is we're lazy like this we don't want to take initiative of why well, Britney can't think, make her own decisions i right think now. that that's you're the thinking problem. I think also that you're thinking like way more um, like realistically and logically. And I think in theory, it's more just like how like how can you control a female's like how can you control having babies and stuff like that? You know, just like things like that where it's like, dude, how can you she can't do this she can't mentally human? care for herself, though? I well, know the, I get exactly I, what like, you're saying. It's just it's, it's not it's, ethical. Yeah. I it's not know. ethical, dude, but she's not well, dude. So, like, you know, like, if there's a lot of people, like, we're all just disregarding how unwell she is, in my opinion. It's really sad where she's at mentally, dude. Like, she's not. See, she's, it's, it's, do you see it, her online? It's, it's, do you see like, how it's, she talks and how she acts? She's a robot. And and that's what I'm saying is, like, as a society, like, we did this to her. And so you're right. Everyone's being, like, give right. her everything back. And it's, like, what is she going to do with like, everything what? at this point? Like, that's what I'm what, saying. What is she going to do? do? Like, she 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 got, like, fucked. It's, like, when you put someone behind. It's, it's these inmates who have been falsely so, convicted. It's where you're putting people in jail. And then, you know, we're fighting to get them out. And it's, like, okay, but what's next? Like, how are we helping them now? Because we let this go on for so long. And everyone basically right. turned a blind eye to these false convictions or to Britney's conservatorship. Yep. I hope I just said that word right. It's a really big one. I kind of have to push through it. Um, but I think that's like more the thing is like, how are we like, why is it? Ah! <laughs> no, I, I think that you made a really good point with that analogy of prison. So like Britney has been kind of a prisoner to our society and like, being a face for our for us, but not really being able to live the way that she wants to. She didn't live a normal life. She had lots of rules, a lot of sexual assault allegations put on this girl too, that she has had a different life than us in a really fucked up way, in a lot yeah. of ways, where she's seen Hollywood and she's seen things in a really distorted view truthfully and she had to grow up so fucking fast when me and you had like i had a britney spears barbie doll and she was like 17 at the time when she is like half naked putting out massive platinum records worldwide i you literally know, like, started singing has, like, been lucky on a earlier 
Let me tell you about a girl. Right. And this girl has been on a platform. Right. But do you remember, do you remember when you were making that reference to a prisoner? So when you put somebody that's falsely accused in jail, right? And then 20 years later, you tell them that they can come out. Here's your full rights back. They don't know how to handle that though, dude. They don't know how to handle their full rights back because they actually have just been so fucked up. They're mentally, they're mentally not as strong. They don't, do you get what I'm saying here? But also, so how like, do you give back all I those don't years think you that, took? Like, that's another thing too, is can't. how do you, you and, and that's another fucked up part of it is like, okay, so now what? Like, now you're gonna let them like flounder? Like, that's what it is. Like, now you're just gonna let someone get out and like, are they gonna have all the resources they did? Do they even know how to use the resources? Like, it's just, it's, we are a fucking weird society. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's like, we have fucked this girl so much. And then we're just like, okay, well, like, get it together, girl. Like, we all got your back. And it's just like, well, we don't take any initiative to, like, where we got into this place. And, like, it's just disturbing. And, like, the poor fucking girl, like, being on this platform right now the way that she is, like, it's just so disturbing in so many ways that our society doesn't see it to be. And, like, I am hyper aware and look through those things, I guess, a little bit more than I should. But it's disturbing in a lot of other layers other than the fact that she can't have her own voice, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, there's, it, there's layers to the disturbances of this situation that I wish we could actually talk about. Um, but in other news, we actually can't do anything about that. So um, we're not going to talk Britney. We, we talk Britney. Um, okay, well then let's get into therapy notes. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, so here's a new fact. I finished my entire journal. The other oh, day. that's cool. And from the, I know. And so from the beginning of this page is me talking about if I'm going to break up with Quinn or not. How wild. What I should do. And then every other page after this is me exploring and so many other things piled on top of that but it's just so wild for me to have finished this journal to the amount of growth that has happened throughout these pages that um, is super fucking cool dude give yourself a pat on the back you did it i know and like while i was i did do it and like finishing this journal it was like i was like finishing it and writing it and i was just like kind of like sitting on my rooftop in my new spot and i was just like oh like i never would have expected myself to be here and like you know the things that i've gone through to you know but here you are get here is pretty fucking wild yeah you yeah, uh, talked about your um, ugly feet and yeah honestly but i mean i kind of wanted to read maybe a little excerpt from here maybe that is kind of what i want to be my therapy note for the week it's very long so i don't want to read all of it um do we want to end on like a more kind of positive good. like i do but it goes something. from dark to light so I kind of want to find the common ground in between both. Okay. All right. I'm going to start right here. So I've kind of, the intro to this is kind of me explaining how I've been feeling like low um, and like working those feelings out, but I'm just going to go into this part. So not all days are going to be rainbows and butterflies. That made me laugh out loud to write. You know, those people who are just fucking ignorant and unaware. They're so fucking happy all the time, but ignorance is truly bliss, correct? My cousin Marky has special needs. I remember telling my mom when I was younger how bad I felt for Marky. My mom looked at me with a, my mom looked at me with a disdain face on her my mom looked at me with a disdain look on her face and goes, "Don't feel bad for Marky. He's happier than all of us." And I looked and at her at the time, the biggest problem in my life was getting my Blockbuster DVD returned on time, but it hit me later in life as most things do. 
which reminds me, I'm 25 and I have wrinkles. This pandemic, <laughs> this pandemic slash cutting majority of relationships out of my life slash pursuing comedy without a world of comedy and then living alone for the first time in my life. I feel like Barack Obama before and after his eight year term. If you haven't seen photos of Barack Obama before and after his eight year term, please go to Google. I've learned more about myself this year than my entire life. This pandemic forced us to reflect, to dissociate from toxicity. We all cut access bullshit out of our lives because we actually all had this weird impending doom on our back that we could die at any moment. So, you know, I guess you don't really want more drama on top of that. But damn, anyways, am I gonna have to get Botox for these wrinkles? Well, I've just accepted that in the entertainment industry, I'm 25, but that's really 52 in LA. So I guess having wrinkles is acceptable. I think wrinkles are beautiful. They show that they show us the phases of our life. They add character. I don't think that when people I think that when people use plastics and injections to get rid of their roadmaps from life, it's kind of strange. But at the same point in time, I sit here looking at my new sit here on the rooftop of my new apartment. And what's weird and crazy is I can see so I can see so deeply into other people's lives. Their windows are either weirdly big or the city is weirdly small. It's crazy to think that on this small block of LA, how many people's lives I can see that are there just experiencing their life with humility, humbleness, and just as much character as I am. It's very humbling to be around this many people. I used to, I used to live in an area where there wasn't very many people, but at the same point in time, I thought that there were so many people there. But at the same point in time, I'm feeling alone right now. So alone, but so crowded around so many people. And then I kind of kept writing more, but I don't really. The other things are kind of like a lot more personal. But um, yeah, like that's kind of just like the last excerpt that I wrote. Um, and it was just kind of like a free writing. And I wrote for like 15 pages because I was like, I liked this quote that I heard that it was like, when you don't know how to feel right, when you're overthinking um, something, read. Um, I think because you've then that you can feel. Before. Yeah, I have. So that's kind of like what jumped into my mind where I was like, I am overthinking so fucking much right now. I shall write to make sense of it. And then I can, I could look at like the things that I was writing before that. It made me feel, it made me validate that I was feeling shitty and why I could talk about it because it's like, yeah, like sometimes I don't think that we can validate that that we feel shitty and here we are like I could look at the piece of paper and see how I what I was writing and how I felt and I could validate it and I don't need somebody else to tell me you're fine you know feel better today I don't need somebody to tell me that I'm gonna go validate it for myself um and truthfully we have to validate ourselves um I kind of ended the last bit on that we got to validate ourselves and not wait for other people to do that for us all the time well, also, if you only ever wait on validation from others, like, someone, I, when people are, like, ranting, it's, like, or not ranting, but when, like, when you're having a conversation with someone, it's, like, do you want advice or do you want, like, ears? Like, do you want me to listen or do you want me, to, like, what, what are you seeking out of this? And I think that, like, sometimes if you don't know or if the people don't know what you're seeking out of it like you don't know if you need advice or only you know if you actually want to hear advice and only you know if you just want like kind of a shoulder to cry on or just someone to like hear you and I think like your right. journal is a good way of doing that because you just get to do exactly what you want to do and you don't need to wait on someone else to give you some sort of like weird 
I don't know, what would you call it, like fulfillment? In a sense, yeah. Mm. Well, for me, for my yeah, therapy your- this for my therapy notes this week, um, I've been having there's just been some like issues at work and I ended up just being so frustrated with it and like starting to just do that like fuck this, fuck this kind of mindset. And then I was like, wait, I actually don't want to do that. Like that's so exhausting. I'm just gonna be a grown up about this and go have a conversation with my boss and then like go from there. Just let them know how I'm feeling. Right. And so I ended right. up having that conversation. It was actually another coworker and I had this conversation with our manager and she said something to me that I like have really just been thinking about for like the last since she said it and it was just remember like when we go in there we need to ask like what is the next step like what are you going to do to show me that you're hearing me and I was like damn like that's actually something I don't really think of because I am so quick to believe people and that when they tell me something's going to be taken care of or whatever it may be you're like oh we hear you like that kind of thing I'm like okay cool but then that behavior or whatever doesn't change so you want to ask like what is the next step what are we going to do moving forward that's going to change this or fix this or you know whatever it may be and so that's my therapy note and that's actually the weekly challenge as well is when you hit an obstacle this week like ask yourself okay once you tackle it like what is the next step or once you know you need to tackle it what is the next step in tackling it how are you going to see something through and actually eliminate it? How are you going to get rid of a distraction? How are you going to get rid of something that is like that weekly, like th- it's kind of the three bitches rule. What is next? What are you going to do about it that's going to change it from being something so draining and so miserable that's taking your behavior and making you that toxic version of yourself? And you're going to ask yourself, mm-hmm. what is the next step? How are we going to change this? So that's my simultaneously therapy note and weekly challenge shout out to connie the hottest bartender in the game for having a conversation with me and uh sharing some advice so do you have an artist recommendation for us this week i do his name is binky b-i-n-k-i he is like uh indie pop but like rap funk like um artist um he's super funky and his music is just like vibey like you'll just like have to like but like you can't not vibe and i think he's like really up and coming and i think he's gonna do like he's gonna blow up but have you been stalking him yet. on instagram as well of course um has he course. redone his but format? at the same point uh no he's he's kind of just keeps it up but also i have a movie recommendation that's really good um mm. it's called georgia rule it's on um i want to say amazon prime it's That's a really good movie. It was earlier, um, Amazon. Right. With Lindsay Lohan. Uh, shout out to Lindsay Lohan, another unhinged woman that grew up mm. too fast. Um, as you can yes. see what happens to what, what, what um, Hollywood does to people like that. Um, it changes you to a place where you just can't even be a person anymore. But she is a full on person in this movie. Um, she is super incredible. She is such a great actress. And I think I feel that I like she has been so lost and has had such bad drug problems and substance problems that it was so nice to see her a little bit healthier. And like, she's so talented, dude. She's such mm. a good actress. And like, 
I really love to see that side of her. And also like the Lord and Savior Jane Fonda was the main character and this uh, is all. Less, and she's just like less. such a badass bitch. But it's about like it's about like three phases of women. Um, Jane Fonda being the mother other and then Lindsay Lohan's mom and then Lindsay Lohan and it's like all of them navigating their struggles of life but finding it together like when they all don't necessarily know each other or get along that well and it's like the story map of kind of like women finding themselves but through each other um and how important family is even when family's fucked up yeah 100% it made me cry like the movie legit made me cry I haven't seen a movie in a while that I like watched and I was like oh like I didn't turn my head from the movie the whole time it was really good and like very well made and relatable as fuck that's Um, what we like to hear and talking about relatable as fuck dude I think that this episode is different than usual but I do think it is aren't they all lately (laughs) yeah well I'll let you know well July is cancelled for me so we do have another episode I believe in July I will be there and do my best, but well, is, we'll is record it in July, but it'll air in August because the 31st is, I want to say Saturday. So we record it in July, but this will drop August what, 2nd. I could be totally wrong. Wait, it's today. Oh, today's July. Jesus. July 22nd. Well, well, Grace tries okay, to yeah, figure so, out well. what time zone we're in, what day it is, what year, <sighs> and who's the president. Uh, go ahead and find us on social media. I am at FBG Soleil. FBG Soleil. Grace is at Gracie.Makiota. We are at You Down to Ride. You guys, we'd really like feedback. Like, shoot us a DM. Are you liking what we're doing? Are you not liking what we're doing? where are we at connect with us please like don't make us think we're just talking to each other because god damn we can get boring but we love you guys we hope you have a beautiful rest of your week don't forget that uh if you were one of those lucky listeners to hear that fucked up original episode that dropped and only heard an hour and a half hour and 40 minutes go ahead and re-listen to our episode with scott or tune in right around there because the full episode's pretty dope so grace any parting words Check in on your mental. Always, always. Check in on your mental. Check in on your friends. Check in on any podcast you missed. You guys, we will be seeing you very, very soon. Uh, enjoy the ride because it's always an experience. Peace. <laughs> Peace.